0: Welcome to the Mental Loops Podcast. This is a place where we learn to think on purpose in order to create any result we want in our lives. I am your host, Ariana Yahya, and I can't wait to see what you are capable of. Let's begin. Hello, my loves. Welcome to another episode. I actually ended up skipping a week last week. I gave myself a podcast free week last week because i had so much going on prepping for our new mastermind that came out yesterday yes the new mental loops get it done mastermind officially kicked off yesterday with nine amazing women who have decided to invest some time and invest their brain power in Coming up with a plan on how to create the goal that they've always wanted to create, and we talk a lot about rewiring our brain, rewiring our thinking, and thinking on purpose. Um, and it was an amazing uh, hour and fifteen minutes where we came together and introduced ourselves and got got the thing going. Um, I'm really excited and can't wait to see what these women are capable of creating in the next 30 days. Um, if you're interested in joining the next one, reach out to me. I would love to have you on there. Um, usually I seated at about 10 women. Um, we had a couple of people who didn't end up joining. Um, so if you do still want to join, I do have one spot left. Um, otherwise, for the next session, email me or just reach out to me and let me know. Um, so today's podcast episode is so, so good. Um, it's a little bit longer than my usual episodes, but trust me, it will totally be worth it. Um, Lisa is such a professional. So her official title is a certified sound vibrational practitioner, and she's actually the founder of and creator of Sfound, S v-o-u-n-t and what she does with her practice is really advocate for sound vibrational healing my the first time i experienced this was probably back in july or august jay and i um ended up going in to get one of these vibrational sound healings and it was incredible and we had never experienced anything like it. I had never had anyone put an actual sound bowl on my belly and then feeling the vibration throughout my body was so alien to me. And as many of you know, I love electronic music and um, it sort of reminded me a little bit of being out uh, at a festival and feeling the vibrations through your body when the bass drops. But the the sounds didn't make any any sense. It was really, really cool. And in fact, I ended up releasing something I was holding on in my body, some sort of vibration, some sort of energy that wasn't serving me because I started crying. And I talk a lot more about it in this episode, but um, it was very, very healing and I felt the power of it. It was something that I can't put into words which is I believe the beauty of this type of healing because a lot of times the things that we need um, might not be something that we can articulate in words Um, and so I've personally really been digging into this topic of the subconscious mind and I have always had an interest with my major and being in psychology and development and things like that Um, and I have lately been reading a lot on how 95% of our brain is really subconscious and Bruce Lipton um, and my therapist actually referred me to this book um, talks about this you know the importance of really healing our subconscious so that we can then create from from a place of healing and completeness and so I've done a lot of my own inner child work with her and it's just been completely life-changing because I'm now so much more aware of this wiring and this, um, these stories that I am holding on because not only my past experience, but also my parents' past, past experience, things that we're holding on that we might not be able to articulate in plain language as we know it from our conscious mind. Um, so I think sound healing really goes deeper than that. It goes into parts of our brain that we can't access in a natural waking state. And so we talk about different states um, con- of, sh- of consciousness within this episode. All right, so I can't wait to hear from you. Let us know if you enjoyed the episode, if this speaks to you, if you have something to say about the topic. Please let us know, copy and um, take a screenshot of the episode and repost it on Instagram, Facebook, any, any social media and reach out to me if you have any comments. Enjoy the episode. Hello, Lisa. Thank you for that amazing sound. I want to welcome you to Mental Loops. Thank
1: you for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yeah, I. Um, it's been a long time since I've been over. Since I've done any sound healing, but um, the first time I encountered it was this summer when Jay and I got to had the privilege to do a session with you. Um, in, in your house. So that was a beautiful experience. And I wanted to introduce you to my audience. So if you um, wouldn't mind introducing yourself and letting us know who you are and what what your story is. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, you know, the more I do this, um, which has been only a few years, uh, my story always kind of evolves. So um, I'm inspired to you know, just come intuitively today based on I, I really want to focus on looped thinking and how um, sound has actually impacted my beingness as we all know that our thinking has a huge impact on our physical, our mental, and our spiritual wellness. So my name is Lisa Greslack. My Sound healing is called Sfound, which sounds kind of German, I think. Um, it's a made up word. Uh, it's S-V-O-U-N-D, which includes sound vibration. So Svound. And the reason that I named it that is um, in my studies, in the transformational work that I've done on myself with sound, um, sound is the beginning of everything. The beginning of all that ever was was intention and frequency, which is sound. And it's the basis of everything that exists. And it's powerful. Mm -hmm. So it goes to all that is the ether's infinity down to that single thing, which is that thought that we have. We think a thought. It's a frequency. It exists, right? So I love that you've got the macro and the micro aspects of how powerful sound is. I had an accidental sound massage in 2016. And when I say accidental, um, I was at the pivotal point of a career that I had built for myself in corporate America. You know, Um, I was 10 years into my own boutique agency, I serviced kind of a marketing background. I was Um, I worked my ass off um, 90 to 100 hours a week. Um, I was servicing global clients, traveling around the world. Um, I was happy in that I was living the so-called dream. Um, But I remember one day I was in bed thinking, is this it? Like, this is out of all this work, this is it. You know, I was like having my groceries delivered to my house before COVID, right? People didn't have their groceries delivered really. I didn't have time for me. My yoga practice went away. I um, had everything done for me because I had to work all the time. And I realized that I was living this life to make everybody else happy. Um, and we, a lot of times it stems down to our family. I want my mom and dad to think I've made something of myself. Um, for me, there was a little bit of that sibling thing. Like everybody else looks like they're thriving and doing really well. And, um, and I had struggled in my life. You know, what happened to me was I started off in a really rough spot. I had trauma as a child. Um, and I don't like to talk about it too much because I want to honor my upbringing in a way, my parents, but you know, parents do the best they can, but I had trauma. And what happened to me is I um, had chronic um, anxiety and depression throughout my life. Um, at an early age, I already had symptoms of chronic conditions. In third grade, I was chronically um, constipated, which is sort of such an odd thing for a child to have, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I got older and hormones changed and my body changed, um, I started to go into depression. Any time I had an illness, I had a staph infection. I was in the hospital, and it would not—they could not handle it. You know, so I just—I was a host for for disease, and so um, that was my physical side. My mental side was based on the abuse that I had experienced and the loop thinking as a kid. Um, not good enough, and everything I was doing was wrong, and I had so much shame. And um, that manifests you know, you, you get into your 20s, and you're, you know, get out of college, you get out of the formulaic aspects of high school upbringing, college, and then you're spit out into the world. And I was just a mess when it came down to relationships, when it came down to figuring out how to, to work the world. And I want to call it like the matrix world. Right. right. And then you need the relationship with yourself. Right. And then you also have to figure out how to eat, how to take care of yourself, you know, how to, you know, I don't know all the things that come with being an adult money, and um i struggled and i had lots of failures and um it all came back down to this ease in my mind in my body and ultimately in my spirit you know i didn't believe i was special i didn't believe that i was part of something really big and something magnificent and wonderful and that actually is abundant and allows us to have abundance i didn't know any of that stuff I just had a lot of lies in my head. They were in my heart and I and I, I just remember being sick all this time, every weekend I was in bed or I would get the worst of the flu that everybody had. And I would get it like five times a year. I mean, it just wasn't normal. Mm-hmm. So by the time that I reached this you know, pinnacle of my career in the 10 years, I was still struggling with I was on medications. I was on medications my whole life to, to control the anxiety and depression. I had a couple bouts of PTSD come up and I was on medication, but by the time that I got into my, you know, um, mid thirties, late thirties to start that, that career, that final stint, um, I had built this armor around me that nobody could get into. And I became kind of hard and rigid and I I was very limited. You know, I was limited in how I could um, create relationships um and it's really weird how you become your own authority and you think you're right yeah right and you protect yourself so i had this armor around me and then i really also know that when when you tend to have to thrive based on false false ideals you can actually become an expert at something that is your winning formula mm-hmm. and you're 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 actually bulldozing through creating success, but it's actually a mess. Mm -hmm. So during that time, even though I was amazingly talented at what I did, I had all these years of experience to finally apply it within my own company. And I was, you know, getting rewarded by amazing clients. It just was like foundations were falling, the stress of trying to balance it out, um, not taking care of me, even people pleasing within my job. You know, I didn't know how to have boundaries within my client work, you know, and so I would emotionally break down right at home and have my, my looped thinking why they're wrong. You know, um, I deserve better than this. And, you know, then you want to prove them right. You know, all that kind of weirdness. So in 2016, um, I had all that going on. I had this armor Um, I was, you know, my life from the outside was starting to look really cool and awesome. And I, a little bit of my ego kind of, you know, you do that and you kind of want to show off. See, I I told you guys I could do this. Right. So, um, my dad had died I was a caretaker for him. Like I said to you, I had trauma growing up. So it was kind of a, um, a majorly neat healing experience. It was short-lived. It was four months. I lived with my parents. I didn't expect to do it. Something happened when he passed because I got experiences with him visiting me. And it was through a lot of different ways. Um, Lights, temperature, I would see things, I would know things, I would smell things. So it got me really into starting to look into life after death and energy. So it kind of started like that. And it was an innocent kind of journey. And then I started reading about vortexes on the planet, and found out that Sedona has the most intense, powerful vortex on the planet. Oh, I was fascinated. I mean, I was just getting, I was, I'm, a, I'm a self-study, kind of deep, nerdy researcher, <laughs> and so um, it just fascinated me. There's a host of other things I started to, um, Study too, so I planned this vacation and it's kind of like a pit stop that we made off. We'll just do a pit stop in Sedona. I want to be in the vortex, I want to feel it, I want to know what this is. And um, and I was starting to to shift anyway. I had this healing with my father, Mm -hmm. I started to read about this stuff, was dabbling a little bit into the mind stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, really what's going on, the cosmos, Mm -hmm. and um, where we come from. And um, I go there and I see the sunrise. We get there at like five in the morning and we see the sunrise and I felt underwhelmed. I was like, this is it. Like there's tons of tourists here. There's like big chain link fences that say, do not enter or trespass. And I thought it's, it's like kind of not romantic. And I thought I'd see sparkles or winds or I don't know, or just feel the sun. Yeah. So I said, well, let's just go down to the, the shop and I'll buy a crystal. You know, I never owned a crystal at that point, which I'm like totally into them now. And, And I thought I'll buy a little crystal souvenir and then we can go on to our destination and um I go in and they're offering these massages and that was one of the ways that I kept my wellness I would get like three massages a week to maintain a level of okayness just okayness not like thriving but like my feet were concrete my back was sore I was achy all the time so I saw that and I thought oh my god I want two massages you know and she said something to me and I just was in my kind of rigid way and I'm like, it's fine, it's fine, you know, I just want two massages. And I go in and they place this big crystal bowl, never seen a crystal bowl, don't know anything about crystal bowls. It's placed on me. She starts to play this thing. The vibrations start to fill my body and I'm kind of like, ooh, you know. She goes down by my feet with another bowl and my feet start to vibrate and then I feel this surge of energy kind of go through my body. Now it was subtle. It was so subtle, but it was still powerful. And my eyes stayed closed, but they were super wide open and something shot through my body. And I just thought, I wasn't thinking, I was just feeling. And then we left, you know, we went on, got up, whatever, did our thing. I was still in my kind of mode, but I remember I was just feeling my face in the car and I kept looking, you know, my friend, And I said, what was that? You know, and I could, something, I could feel something. And so here I'm thinking, underwhelmed, went to the vortex, nothing happened, get a sound massage. And little did I know the universe knows better. I sent you to Sedona to blow the cork off of you so that you wake up and that's what happened to me. And I didn't realize I woke up until I got back home And I started to hear, and I had a knowing in me. And it's the first time that I started to have this present voice and knowingness in me that was stronger than ever. We're all intuitive Mm -hmm. at any age, at any time, if we choose to be. But this was almost like step aside. Mm -hmm. It's almost like my higher self was like, I'm now going to open the windows and all the doors and you are going to hear me. And I kept hearing crystal singing bowls, crystal singing bowls, get to the computer and Google crystal singing bowls, crystal singing. I just kept hearing it all the time. So I, I, I rejected it. I didn't have time, I was working, but throughout the year, within, you know, it was a year from almost the date that I went, a year later, I checked out, I quit my agency, didn't plan it because things started to happen. Energy, coincidences, um, opening of my heart, I started to meditate. I started to have visions. I started to have these things that were miraculous like I saw what unconditional love looked like. I saw what infinity looked like. I um, I just started thinking well, And then it would take me away from the stuff that was stressing me out until it got so stressful with one of my clients. I just texted. I, it was not like me to do this ever. I was like one of those perfect employees I would do anything for leadership or clients. I just was like, I can't do this anymore. And then there I was. I, this, I was on a path, no plans. I didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea that I was even using my thumbs to say that. And then I, 2018, I became on this journey where at the end of 2017, within I think it was in two months, I had signed up for getting my Sound vibration certification, digging into that world. I got some crystal singing bowls. 2018 was all about self-study, practicing, working with clients. Um, You know, you have to do so many hours one-on-one, right? So I really got into that, read a lot. I donated my time free to a yoga studio with my singing bowls. Things started to open up. People were having miraculous experiences that like I had had in the vortex. And I started to realize that I was now a conduit for this energy. And a lot of, I get goosebumps speaking about it, but I'm, I'm like, we all get hung up on what's my purpose. And I hear a lot of young people, I work with a lot of young people and people come in and they want an internship with me was found or, and they, I want to know my purpose. And sometimes I tell them, you may not know, like. A purpose because we have tons of purposes in life at different ages, but I do now know that this is a big one for me and it is going to extend to the rest of my life because it's so expansive. But now I'm at a place where I service people. I learned so much about um, how sound impacts every aspect of our life, and the best part about it is the balance, the abundance. Um, the joy, the power that we have inside of us. That's the best part about it. It's not just about putting a bowl on somebody and healing them. It's about what the implications are in this really massive way. And then when it comes down to it, it's so simple and it's so easy. And I love that. And sound is considered the future of medicine. um, I'm, I'm going through a summit right now online, which is all these experts who've been in 40, 50 years and then it blows my mind away. My goal today is to keep it pretty simple um, with your audience because we can we can actually have sound, vibration sound incorporated in our life to really impact our mental, our physical and our spiritual well-being and the transformational growth that we're all looking for.
0: Yeah, I know. And that is definitely something that I would w- love to touch on here because you know we typically, like we know... Um, we know music can be healing. We know music can lift our mood. And, but I, what I love about your purpose and about your mission, about your work is that it really takes it to a whole new level, right. To um, really expand on that of like, we are made out of like, we are vibration, right. Like we um, with my, my last, my last episode with Samantha, we talk about like the body being an instrument, Right? Yeah. Like we can feel those vibrations and, and they've been, I don't know about everybody else, but I know I I've, I've had moments um, where I've listened to certain music frequencies during my meditations where it's just been complete, like almost alien, like um, in my experience where I'm like, I can, I can envision the, the sounds, right? Like connecting to it in a whole deeper spiritual level. So I would love to really talk about and, and give our, you know, my audience some tools of like, how can they use this to be able to connect deeper and, and stay healthier and um, really, you know, take it to the next level?
1: Yeah. So um
0: I think, you
1: know, I was thinking about how to just I mean, it's so expansive and, you know, incorporating into life. And I always feel like I want to tell people the why's because why, you know, why sound, you know, why today? And isn't it like, it's just this music like give me break, right or whatever okay. or just noises or something um and for some reason I also am getting things coming to me as far as this, you need to say this and some things I've never said in an in interview before but um there's a study that I was watching um that showed frequency on form on matter okay and so you've seen cymatics right cymatics Mm -hmm. is when you you can kind of see it like how um, frequency affects water and then you'll see patterns Mm -hmm. or you'll see a big plate. And they'll sprinkle sand on it and maybe like play a a bow like a violin bow and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, if you change the frequency of it it'll change a pattern. And then those patterns might look the same like on on a turtle back or or something some pattern in nature well. I've seen a study where they had kind of like water. It was um, cornstarch water, so it was thick. And then they would, they, they hooked it up to some electronic frequency and, and shot through frequencies. <laughs> frequency through it, gets excited. And then they would um, change the frequency and then, and then the intensity of it. And they'd put it in slow motion. And then you would start to see, so you would see it bubble up kind of like this. You know what I mean? You'd see it bubble up because the frequency is causing it to um, move. But they put it in slow motion. And when you see it kind of bubbling up and you you start to almost see these people forms in there, it's really bizarre. And so the thing is, is that frequency forms matter. Okay, I'm kind of getting intense I'm trying to keep it easy. But if you go into our body, for instance, um, we are a host all over our body is different frequencies down to the atom. Okay. The atom, the electron, I mean, down to the smallest particle all has its own frequency. And then as you build on it, let's just say your organ, for instance, it has a dominant frequency. Although there's a ton of frequencies in there, the whole in itself is dominant frequency. And then it gets into parts of the body. And so then you get into your full body and you get into your you know, your elect- med- uh, magne- electromagnetic field, right? Our aura has a certain dominant frequency. So all of us are um, pulsating at different frequencies. The earth has an effect on us. Our everyday modern life has an effect on us. Our cell phones, right? Our cell phones go off and our adrenal glands shoot out a little bit, right? It's happening all day. Um, you, you walk next to your your stove, your oven, your microwave, your stair, whatever devices. And it's and it's affecting your electromagnetic field. So what's normal and balanced isn't balanced in this modern day world because there's so many things changing it. We wear rubber soles shoes so we're not connected to the earth anymore. The earth keeps us in balance with our frequencies. And so when we wear these rubber soles shoes You know we aren't connecting and the ions aren't entering our body so there's all these things that the ancients did which kept them completely balanced which kept them in this theta state theta state is most openness to consciousness without sleeping right so you're tapping into it so today it's like um when you go into a sound you can listen to really great music and like you said you can put on some great music and feel great and you always know when that song comes on you feel great that's entrainment Every time that song comes on, I'm gonna pump it up because I have a great time with it, right? And that's why music's so powerful, or that one relaxes me. So you, the more you listen to those songs, it's in training you to remember it and yourself feel it. So with sound bath, you get these notes within, within the bowls, right? This bowl this has a, C, a dominant C note to it. We know that certain notes, correlate with our chakras, and I don't talk a lot about chakras, even though they're very important to know, but um, we all have an imbalance, you know, you're imbalanced in some ways, you've got, you've got the worlds of, you know, stresses of the world, and they they are stresses, they are stressing our Mm -hmm. mind body, and when you walk into a sound bath, some of those notes are going to resonate with your body, because the cell, the dominant frequency in the cells that are like, I'm out of sync, Will be, caught, will be drawn to that note. And so you may hear like within a sound bath, oh my God, that you won't even know what note it is, but all of a sudden you mm-hmm. feel in your body. It's because your cells are going, yes. Like I didn't want to pull the covers off my head today. A little cell I had the covers up over its head because I, I don't feel yeah. good. I'm out of balance. I don't feel good. And then here's this note and it's, it's medicine for this cell. So if you break it down to the singular cell or you break it down to the organ, let's just say that you have issues with your adrenal glands and you go to the sound bath. And because I play every single note and every single frequency, your body is going to resonate with it somewhere. And it's going to start balancing out and you will feel it. And then it happens with the brainwave state, you know, these bowls and these notes start to have an effect because it's so abstract, you know, music isn't abstract. You kind of get the rhythm mm-hmm. and the way that music is is designed and, and composed, but with a sound bath, you're getting these notes and these mix of frequencies and then these binaural beats. And then all of a sudden your brain's like, whoa, it's like really abstract. your eyes are closed, right? You're in a, in a totally relaxed position. You're letting go, even though your monkey mind's still going, all of a sudden you can't help but focus on that. No, you know this. Mm-hmm. You lay down and then your mind goes, Whoa, like that yeah. sound, right?
0: Yeah, right.
1: Whoa, right. Right.
0: Yeah, it's almost, um, yeah, I remember last time you did it and I just cried. Oh, it cool. just, I it, it, it was one of those things like it, I had no, <sighs> I couldn't even control it, right? Like I had no control over it. It just, it just like went through me. Like, talk about, you know, processing an emotion. Almost like it processed it for me. I just started crying and I was so embarrassed too. Um, <laughs> because I was like, oh no, like Jay's gonna laugh at me. I'm crying. But then I just, you know, kind of went with it and it was amazing.
1: I love what you just said. You said it processed processed it for you. Yeah. Today maybe I'm excited. I don't know. Maybe I've <laughs> I've never heard anybody express it that way before. But that's actually a really great way to say it. Is that it processes for me exactly what happens because um, because we're all energy. You you were holding on to something. Mm-hmm. You're either those cells that are like I'm not coming out from under the blankets today. I don't feel good. You know, mm-hmm. um, or whether it was a held in emotion or old trauma. I mean, we also know that like in our DNA, it could have. You know, that's another story but like it was in your body mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. here it is it releases because you're actually laying down and you are saying okay I'm here to release and you let it process it for you I love that mm-hmm. and it's so right on yeah
0: yeah I
1: definitely
0: People felt broken. that. Oh, yeah yeah no I definitely I definitely felt that um and then I was just I was very relaxed afterwards and I I remember For Jay, I think he was kind of in a a sleep a little bit. Like he said he was awake, but I could tell he was sleeping, but he remembers all of it. So that must have been the, is it the gamma state that you were talking about? Delta, yeah. So
1: Delta is is that state where you're you're aware, but you kind of. Okay,
0: gotcha. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's
1: a state of healing. When we go to sleep at night, Um, our body enters theta and, and you've done this where you're so relaxed and you get your greatest ideas. You're like, why didn't I write that down? That's theta. Theta is this really, your mind just all of a sudden gets hold of the creativity, you know? Um, so it's a beautiful state to be in. I had some self-healing done today for me. I get it once a week by somebody else. Um, I didn't fall asleep, but I was in a state of pure isness. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Free from thinking,
0: mm-hmm. free,
1: free from it all, which is what a sound bath offers you. You just get to be. You get to be.
0: And it turns yeah. that monkey
1: mind off,
0: right? Exactly. Yeah, it, exactly. So I think that the one of the easiest ways to really just relax is to just tune down like turn down the thinking or just I love that you said be right like just exist just sit sit with it and not try to force it right to just become part of the vibrations become part of the ether without trying to think about becoming part of the ether right so i think that's really where the where the sweet spot is to be able to say okay i'm just going to stop thinking and maybe just connect to listening to um even, even the, for me, sometimes listening to the wind or listening to um, the, the heat going sometimes, like connecting, connecting to that. No, Sound healing.
1: Yeah. The thing is, is that you focus on sounds mm. and they get you into just beingness which is actually the state of healing as well. That's mm. 90% it's actually higher now, but 90%, I'll safely say, of all disease and illness is from stress. Stress only comes from the processor. Stress isn't, the external doesn't, it never makes you, st- I'm not talking about environmental disease, so I'm not talking about being around uranium, but okay. but, but our processor is what, where cancer, mm-hmm. fibromyalgia, and autoimmune, it's yeah. all, and that's why I want to I was excited about talking to you today about this whole looped thinking because how sound helps Mm -hmm. with our processor, Mm -hmm. getting this processor that mm, turned down. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Because the thoughts that we end up having are the thoughts that then create a certain vibration in our body, which is an emotion. And so emotions are the vibrations in our body, which then allow us to either take action or not take action and then also drive behaviors. And so, um, it just all literally is connected and it all starts within your mind, um, and, and the thoughts that we're thinking. So
1: yeah. I always share with people what, what's going on in a sound bath sound healing. Cause even my private sessions, you know, mm-hmm. you get in there, you start listening to the sounds, you know, you get into this very relaxed position, you're laying down and the sounds start and you can't help, but your mind just attaches to it. You can't help but be curious mm-hmm. about these sounds because they're so interesting and they're so beautiful and they're layered and it's not mm-hmm. traditional. Tibetan bowls, crystal singing bowls, the gong. And so your mind is so abstract that your mind lets go finally. And when our mind lets go, I tell people, it's like your head disconnects from your body, mm. right? Yeah. Yeah sudden i think of the space between you know the body and the neck there's this air right now it's disconnected and the body finally gets to go and then healing starts taking place theta is where we start to heal that's why our body repairs at night when we sleep that's why we have to sleep otherwise we can't repair this machine yeah the reason we sleep is to repair the mind the body and the spirit. We also go to other places and spirit right at night. So Mm -hmm. my body spirit, sleeping is essential for repair. That's what's incredible about a sound bath. A 20 minute sound bath, sound session is, can be equivalent to eight hours of the deepest sleep. So getting a 20 minute sound session in, or 40 minutes, I recommend 40 minutes, um, can be extremely rejuvenating. Yeah. Oh, this is the other thing I learned recently. You know, we we're jacked up on stimulants. Mm-hmm. The modern day society, and when I say jacked up on stimulants, I'm going to say coffee first. Yeah. <laughs> it's really true that most of us can't get started without coffee. Mm-hmm. Coffee is not a natural stimulant that our body likes. If you can't get started and think clearly and you always have to use caffeine, it means that you're on overdrive with your adrenal glands, mm-hmm. which means you've got cortisol running through your body all the time. So, the ancients, and I like to say this, um, the, the, the amazingly brilliant ancients, ancient people, civilizations, brilliant, using the earth to heal, right? They lived in a state of theta. Theta is the, our brainwave theta, where all creativity happens, is the same frequency as the earth. Now, I love the way the universe has created all the creator that all that is has created everything in the universe. Because what a coincidence that the state of healing and our most creative ideas come from state of theta, which is the Earth's frequency. Mm-hmm. So when we connect with the Earth's frequency, going barefoot, I know I see these beautiful vacation pictures that you go on, <laughs> and I sit here and think she's walking barefoot. That's so I good. Love for- being barefoot, <laughs> all these ions, it's balancing out your body. Mm-hmm. And so the thing is, is that normal, most of us today are living in a stimulus state. Mm -hmm. We get up and we drink coffee. And then at night, most of us, if we fall asleep, it's because we're tired. Mm -hmm. We're tired because our adrenal glands have been jacked up all day in our stimulation or we take something to go to sleep. That's the predominant amount of people either fall asleep because they're exhausted or they have to take something to help them sleep. So you're actually not in a state of theta very much. Mm -hmm. You're kind of bypassing theta and then you're going to sleep. Theta is essential for the most powerful life. Tapping into the allness that you are, this creativity and this power, and then opening up to the information. Um, In one of my readings with Theta, it says that when you're in the state of Theta, you open up all the information, all the good ideas we have aren't really from us. We're not computing them. They're actually already exist in in all of that. That is, it's that we connect with it during Theta. that. Yeah, so Really, they say that the abundance is already out there. Mm-hmm. Our thoughts are not really ours. We're actually connecting to the universe where that idea already is, and it is yours, but you have to get to the Theta to get to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so people spend their lives going, I can't figure it out, I can't figure it out, and I wanna do this and I wanna write this book or I wanna do this, and they're stressing to, to get this creativity and it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. slow down. That's why meditation's incredible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you receive. and I know, you know, this, you receive all your brilliant ideas mm-hmm. and, you feel, and, the, and that breath can help the sound just opens it wider, opens it faster, especially with entrainment. The more you do it, just like working out with your muscles, the more you do it, the faster you get there and the wider it opens mm-hmm. and you've taste. I know you have, when you get into meditation and you feel the, mm-hmm. all that is connecting with you, and you can see everything that you want in life, everything you believe you are, your dreams are attainable. Right. That's what's amazing about sound. It's taking us back to what we are, balancing us out and making us the most powerful human beings that we are. Mm-hmm. We just don't know it because our modern day has mm-hmm. taken it all away. And we are the stick control the expansion. The universe is about mm-hmm. expansion, ideas, growth, healing. You know, we're self-healing. Our, our world is constricting us, it's like dehydration, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good analogy. Right. There's just always so much, so much happening. It's, uh, these cognitive loads, um, we call them, uh, I think that's the technical word of, you know, we have to be able to process everything we encounter. And sure. so if there's so much stimulation going on, if it's the, you know, TV, if it's social media, if it's even just things in our house, um, you know, just processing like the knickknacks that are sitting around all the art that's in our house. We might not know, but our brain is constantly processing this information. So if we don't allow ourselves that space to just be and download what already is. And, you know, I know when I first started meditating, I had a hard time really, I, I was seeking and I was searching for something. I was like, what am I, what am I supposed to feel? Like, what am I, supposed, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Like, what is it? You know, I hear about all people talking about like connecting and feeling and, and levitating and things like that, but it, it didn't happen for a while because, you know, I was, it was counterintuitive. I it didn't just stop. right? I didn't just Stop expecting something, the expectation of like, it should be this, where I should be having an experience, but it's just rather not doing anything at all and just letting it be. <laughs> yeah, because I was actually thinking about that
1: today. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, some days I, my, my meditation looks different. And I think that's one thing about the world today is that you can, everybody has their own signature and way of doing things. And that's why I always Now that I'm further in my journey, I like to tell people your meditation is going to look different than somebody else's meditation. And there's no rules in meditation because your meditation makes open and you're looking at a flower mm-hmm. and just looking at its isness ah. and sitting there and, may, and you know sometimes we do set a timer like i at least have to be here for seven minutes because we tend mm-hmm. to want to get on our laptop and get things started and i feel the pressure if i don't get that email out by eight you know and, and i've really had to learn and covid has been great for that
0: mm-hmm. Not jump
1: on the to-do's but to Absolutely. get absolute morning whether it's seven minutes or 40 minutes because sometimes mm-hmm. I Today, i feel like maybe i can do a little longer right mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but um i i was thinking today the thought that came through my head today was um i used to be a little more faith oriented you know 15 years ago where i would pray but pray isn't act praying is active thank you if this thanks that i pray for this or this thing that's going on for the world or and, and so you're never turning your mind off in prayer you know mm-hmm. it's still this duty yeah, yeah thinking today about you know it took me a while to figure out because it, it's my, my meditation's gone through you know metamorphosis and it's like the longer the more my journey goes the more I realize how easy everything is because we pressure ourselves into thinking yeah like you said levitate or I start to see colors or I'm supposed to have all this and then I got to a point where it's like don't don't hang on to everybody else's experience. And I realized too that some people are romantic, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe it was true, maybe it isn't true, but it doesn't really matter because your experience will be different all the time. Yes. And it may be very simple sometime, but um, getting that maybe like, like rhythmic breath. And again, I try to keep things simple. I always tell people, I don't encourage super, super difficult ways to do breath. Just be mindful of the air coming in the nose you know, so that you can get the practice. And then just be. If you mm-hmm. want to close your eyes, mm-hmm. do it for seven minutes. The more you train yourself to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and the best part about it is the mind part mm-hmm. the freedom and um, the information that comes, the connectedness. But you start to realize because um, the chatter goes away.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, the oppressors and the judges and the uh, yeah, you, you allow that. I think um, one of the books that I read was they said it's a sage. Um, the sage comes in and allows you to just clear it, clear it all, right? And, and kind of shut down the judges and all the saboteurs that are in, in your mind, just constantly telling you what to do, right? So I think that that t- turning that down um, and separating yourself from that, and yeah. saging the space is <laughs> really what it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those
1: rituals to kind of get you into that mode. I mean, you know, again, I always say the ancients, but if you look back and, and see that there was all this ritual that not only was connected mm-hmm. to the earth, but it's, it's an energy thing with your mm-hmm. mind too. It's if you, you honor through a ritual this space that you're about to mm-hmm. let go. Mm-hmm open up to the universe by not thinking mm-hmm.
0: right mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's, yeah, it's such a hard you know and I'm not gonna lie like it's, it's a hard thing to sort of accept as a human being to let go of control and stop thinking because it's literally what we do <laughs> right um that's what we're t- taught to do like we we do something. And if you want something, you better go on and get it, right? Like if you, if we want that job, you better go and get it. If you want that relationship, you better, right? We always are, tr- are trained to do, do, do. And so it's so extremely, and I know for myself, it's so extremely counterintuitive to just not do anything and let the thinking, or let the let the brain, let the beingness, actually do the work for you and then you just step into it like you walk into what already is right um and that is so that was a, the, the biggest thing from my journey to really and I'm still working on it right I'm, I'm a I'm a work in progress to be able to say okay I want to do all these things on my to-do list I want to scratch that list down like it's nothing right um but to be able to train myself to not to right and I think even with sound right um that is one of the things that you know when i when i think back now i'm like okay well we're just laying down and like can, can i do this like should i be doing something right so i think that being in that space and doing the sound healing is a little glimpse of what is possible right and how it's done
1: Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, um, and I know there's all different kinds of people. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing someone listening to your podcast is very intentional, right? They want to transform. They want to make changes Mm -hmm. in life. And when you have a certain mindset like that, you do, you, you think about, you make your list, you make your agenda, you Mm -hmm. set goals. Um, I've had to really look at that, especially during 2020, you know what's the difference between the pressure I put on myself with a goal, versus opening up and trusting the universe? Mm-hmm. Where's that delicate balance between me and my physical being and the, my brain? Because it all is important. We're we're mm-hmm. here on this planet, right? We were given a brain for a
0: reason, right? Exactly.
1: How? Where's that delicate balance between the ease
0: mm-hmm. and the
1: more I go through it, I realize. Um, And again, I have to say, it's through my practice of meditation and sound that I start to realize that the power of all that is, and when you link to that by shutting off the mind, you start to realize the balance will be served to you. Like you said, it processed something for you in the sound bath. Mm -hmm. Well, there's, Oh, that is processor up there, right? Who is way more powerful than we are. And I realized this year also, you know, I've set some goals and I've had to kind of put my brakes on and say it's like it's like parking your car, putting the brake on and saying, okay, I'm just gonna sit here. And I know that I can go and drive out and you know, whatever, but I'm gonna sit here and just rest. And then I've been delivered things and I, and I'm wondering, curious about this, this has happened to you, but you're delivered your answer, but it's way better than you ever thought. Yeah. Seeds like the vision you had because we're limited
0: The mm-hmm.
1: universe mm-hmm. says, no, guess what? I'm going to serve you is that not only that, but this too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I could have never done that on my own.
0: Yeah. That's-, that's such a good point. Yeah. It's, um, You're right, like we're only limited to being able to visualize as much as we know, like either from what we've experienced in the past up until where we are now, or if we have met people or read books or educated our minds. But there's still this infinity of opportunities that we don't even know, right? So I love that you said that because just even being open to opportunities and open to you know, things that you want, even if they're packaged differently, because sometimes as humans, we have this, like these expectations again, right. Of like, this is what I want. And this is the way that everyone, we want, we want it packaged, right? Like we want this type of car, this color, or this type of job making this amount of money. Right. But when we think about like, what's the intention behind it? Like, why do we want that thing? And are we open to allowing the, the universe to you know send it to us maybe packaged it a little differently but with the same intention right so how do we um what's you know what's the fine like it's a fine line right because like we know what we want but can we be open to opportunities of maybe even having delivered being better than what we thought it would be
1: In <laughs> my personal life because transformation for me to be a sound vibrational therapist is that story because even though I was doing some things that were, in my opinion, really great, it was only defined within a certain box. You know, I could only reach the potential of X, Y, and Z, which I thought was it. And now my world has opened up so much more and it's actually fulfilling things in my soul. Mm -hmm. Like when I was little, I was fascinated with the public, the channel nine that showed like open, open heart surgeries. I just remember it was like nine and 10. It blood didn't make me sick. I would watch these open heart surgeries Mm -hmm. and organs and the body. And I was so fascinated with that medical, like the body. I mean, and then, you know, getting older, I got my fine arts degree, even though arts and sciences are very tied in together, Mm -hmm. right? The same brain side of the brain. Um, But I never would have pursued a medical you know medical profession just based on who i was and the kind of grades i made i mean i just wasn't oriented like that biology mm-hmm. physics and and yet this is taking me back into the medical field and it's one and if i could say that and i get goosebumps talking about it because my my, my personal mission is to work alongside of modern western medicine mm-hmm. to incorporate sound which is happening it's happening in oncologist offices. They need people like me to go into mm-hmm. the medical field because there is, a, um, there is a specific way to study vibration that they don't know about. And so now I sit here and think, oh, my God, I get to do this. I get to be part of the organ, You know what I mean? Like, yeah frequency of an organ and and it's amazing to hear about all these implications for sound frequency and all the healings that are happening down to people just having you know sound frequencies applied to a certain organ because there are like Mm. um there are other kinds of sound healing going on what i do is a little bit more ancient you know Mm. the ancients and it's been applied you know and India and China for you know a very long time and um to me there's a romanticism too about it and I'm an artist and I love the romanticism Mm -hmm. of the environment and that's what I do at my sound baths you know I create an environment that's removed from the modern world Mm -hmm. I mean have you been I know that you had gone to one of my outdoors but had you have you been to the one
0: that was in the ballroom no not yet So
1: you know, one of my spaces is a historic ballroom, and and the beauty of it is you walk you walk into a place that doesn't have modern technology, meaning like there aren't you know modern screens and you know a lot of you're removed from it. And Mm -hmm. um, candles everywhere. I love earth elements, and it's low lit, and you know it's essentially it's like walking into a spa environment, you know, and it's like I'm removing Mm -hmm. you from the modern day world. During this time, you're completely at ease where you're allowed to let go, not think about the emails, all the cell phones are turned off and everything. And um, see, I told you I can keep talking because I don't know where I was coming from all of it, but it's, it's kind of turned full circle where my life is just way, oh, I was talking about how like, even an experiential side of it, I love hosting things. So when people come in and it's like my house, right? They come in and I'm like this caretaker and um, I'm healing people, mm-hmm. not me sound is I'm a conduit for doing something that has been being done since ancient Egypt you know
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but it's your it's your pat it's your medium right
1: yeah. marketing which is what I used to do yeah job, being in a little box not to say that it's not fun but I love my life mm-hmm. so much more now mm-hmm. and the implications for it just being bigger and working with people worldwide and all kinds of
0: yeah, and yeah, you know when we when we work from alignment, from who we truly are, it it all comes together, right? Like it it's 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 more effortless, and we're able to be in those flow states and really do the work that we're meant to do. And you know, in in it took you a while to get there, but it was also and I want I want my listeners also to know, especially for people who are seeking the clarity, who are seeking the same thing, and want to be um. Completely connected and, and and at ease and within their work. I want them to listen to your story and and how it's progressed and how it's sort of morphed into this, right? That um, it wasn't just like you you knew, but it was this you know trial and error and listening. And it was it was you know yeah you had this big sort of reveal when you went to Sedona, but it it even then it required you to sort of stop and make a decision on. Okay, well now I'm going to explore what this means because you could have easily said, "Well, that was cool," but I'm just going to go keep doing what I want to do. Right? It's still required for you to to take that leap of faith and start exploring and digging and digging to yeah. get to where you
1: are. You no, know, when you take a leap of faith, when you're ready, you know, because it's mm-hmm. almost like there's no you. You almost can't not jump. It's almost like, and when and, and I look at it too, like none of my past was a mistake because. All that marketing mm-hmm. experience is helping me build my business. Absolutely, I have absolutely yes. And when I look at, I, I never would have had the the savvy, mm-hmm. the uh, experience, the, you know, and there's, and come, you know, all different, you know, as an entrepreneur, there's mm-hmm. just so many hats yeah. you wear. Yeah. You never have been able to handle this preciousness mm-hmm. in my twenties or thirties. I, the preciousness of what I have in my hands now, which is so me. Mm-hmm and it's the feels every part of me feels it knows it it's like it just I know it in my bones mm-hmm. I could have never gotten here without everything else I did yeah well, I never was pressuring myself when I was younger to be like what's my purpose What was my purpose and I know that we mm-hmm. have a society that feels that now because of the internet people you know are building these amazing careers and, and a lot of people are compelled to be like well I want to find what I want to do and it's mm-hmm. like be patient
0: mm-hmm
1: show up for the day yeah presents to you exactly what you need so Mm -hmm. I don't look back at like I was a mistake or shouldn't have been doing all that and my also the trauma the debilitating experiences I had Mm -hmm. I only know I only am good and, and have this level of one day, I mean, maybe I would love to call myself an expert is because I know what it feels like to be in a state where you don't want to live. Now, I was never suicidal personally, but when you hurt so bad in all those areas, mind, body, and spirit, you, I, I can relate to the people that come to me. And I, a lot of people come to me who are, are in massive transformation, who have critical illnesses or their spirits are like, they had like personal death, spiritual death or something. And they're like, I, I, I know that I'm ready to go here. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to the loops. Everybody that I talk to after a sound session, a private session, my private practice, we always focus on the mental
0: because mm-hmm.
1: this is where it starts. You can do sound best, it will have an impact on you where you it will benefit your mind for sure. But the mind, the frequency that we create, right? Um, We live in an ocean of frequencies, but our five senses are only limited to certain frequency ranges. Mm -hmm. There are way more colors than we can see, way more sounds than we can hear. If we had the ability to see our thoughts, we would, but God didn't give us that. He gave us a, a frequency range because we've got to live in this beautiful world and have fun and surprises. So our thoughts... Right? It, it's a frequency. We just can't see it with our senses. Mm-hmm. It lives forever and ever, and ever 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 and ever. And guess what? It is part of you mm-hmm. and it, it expands with you. So it's very critical to get this
0: yeah. to be
1: able, like you said.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The
1: flow and design your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For what you want but know who you are before you just say i want this car and i want riches like mm-hmm. that i mean you know we live in this world that's easy to think that happiness comes from having a lot of money and having a lot of likes and and it's not that it's knowing and those are great aspects to awareness for your business mm-hmm. right? it's mm-hmm. great to know that that many followers trust that person so it makes me want to look into them a little more we see the value in it but you got to know Mm -hmm. who you really are and that might take a while yeah go ahead I know I can
0: keep talking yeah no I think that that's a that's a great um transition too to just really talk about you know knowing knowing the intention knowing who you are and and when it comes to social media and a following if you if you want to talk about that it's you know that's been another transition for for myself too to know that I don't need 100,000 followers, I, I want 100 people that are going to need to hear my message, right? So I want to be the person for the 100 people that need to hear it from me. Because we know, because I listen to podcasts, and I'm sure you listen to podcasts and read books, you know, it, it takes that one person that's gonna say it, maybe 100 other people have said it, and we've heard it, but it didn't come through, right? Yeah. But that one person says it, and you're like, Oh, yeah, I see it now. Right. So to be that person for someone else, and you don't, you don't have to have a business. You don't have to be an entrepreneur, but just your message. And I'm talking for my entire audience, right? Like if you have your message, there's someone out there who needs to hear it. So sharing your story and sharing the positive thoughts and and things like that is so important these days.
1: And I sit here and think too, it's like show up for the day and what, and then be, be truthful with your yeses and no's. Right. It's like, I get so excited. Like, I don't want to shut up about sound. So that's how, why I know it's authentic, mm-hmm. you, know, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes labors can come in because we've insecurities, but for the most part, you know, it's like, um, I don't know what my purpose is. Well, you don't need to know
0: mm-hmm.
1: what I think is our purpose show up for the day.
0: Meditation
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. meditation's great because you really do clear your mind and all of a sudden you're in the feels like feeling is the way to move through. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. so what's my yes do like I take one step do I move left or right do I move left yes no I get this feeling yes so let's just say that's decision to interview here or to go back to work there right mm-hmm. and Work there for another year or whatever what is what is my yes and my no that is being true to yourself and your path starts to form right mm-hmm. to yeah. exactly who you are and your purpose starts to build as you go along. Right. Um, I've had days still. where I'm like, what am I doing? Because I feel stressed and I had a lie that lie comes in where I'm like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. There's so people who are better. I mean, I, I'm going through the summit right now with all these experts who've been doing it 30, 40 years. And then all of a sudden I feel like an ant, like a peon, like a flea. I'm like, oh, I right. don't know what they know. why am I doing this? And then I, and then I hear the great, all something because I am more in theta and I'm more towards that openness now because I have this every day in my life that says, no, just like what you said, you are needed for those who need it through you. There's not one person for everybody. Mm -hmm. We have almost 7.5 billion people. Mm -hmm. What if you just service 450,000?
0: And that is another reason why, you know, purpose. It's or one exactly and that's why the service part in 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 the uh, purpose and mission is so important that you know we are we're not only doing it for, our, for ourselves but we're also doing it for other people yeah. the service part is so important which takes me to the next um question is how what can people expect so let's say they come to either one of your events the group events or one on one what take us through the journey yeah.
1: So, um, what to expect? I would say I'll start with the, um, one-on-ones because that's how my life transformed. Right. I went into the session thinking I was getting a body massage Mm -hmm. and I go in and I lay down and they put the bowls on me. So essentially I have developed my own, um, experience with one-on-one which is more of my clinical setting i would call it right it's still mm-hmm. beautiful you go in and it's you know i burn sage and i have candles lit and it's a very nice room and stuff um but essentially you go in on a like a massage table land or blanket to keep your clothes on and um we do a little bit of just minor breath work just to ease the nervous central system mm-hmm. um get it kind of you know and you know mm-hmm. you know you. not very many. You can do five deep breaths and it's amazing when someone else is in the room coaching you through it, the immediate release you feel the central nervous system just eases out Mm -hmm. and don't do that. So I'll start with that. And then I get these big bowls. I don't have the big ones, but the big therapy specific bowls. And when I say that the bowls I use were designed for high vibration, low tone. Mm -hmm. So when you put them on the body, you can feel the vibrations through your body. When I put them, for instance, like on the shin, our bones are conductors. It will go through your bones. Mm. You will feel it in, you know, at the bone level. So you get this very, very deep, calming, vibrational experience. And then you get the tone, the sound, which then starts to work on the mind. Mm. So I designed it so there's a little bit of a rhythm there so that your mind starts to entrain itself to expect this kind of what the Indians did with a beat or something with a load, mm-hmm. right? Except for these are bowls. And so you go in and all of a sudden, and it usually takes about 15, 20 minutes before I see people go into theta because you start to twitch in your theta, right? Mm-hmm. And so it takes about 20 minutes. And when they're in theta, I know that the brain is finally, the head's disconnected from the body, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll do a front and back and I do specifically, I go through an assessment, you know, what's hurting on the body mm. what kind of ailments do you have between touch mm. not touch. I've never really touched my hands on the body unless people want Reiki too. So I do some Reiki healing. Okay. Um, but then I've designed it to where I've um, incorporated tuning forks. I do some work on the feet. I do work on the hands and I do work on the head. Um, the head, hands and feet have the most nerve receptors. There, we work them the most, but yet we get the least amount of um, therapy on them. I guess. Have you ever had a hand massage? And you're like, oh my God, that's incredible. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Or even, you know, mm-hmm. and um, they're 90 minute sessions. Again, like I said, it takes 20 minutes to get into Theta. So that first half hour is essentially getting people to stop their monkey chatter going on, get them to the state where healing starts. Then, most cases, they're off into another state, mm-hmm. and I'm working through their body with sound vibration. And a lot of times, um, I do incorporate the Reiki, so I do hands on. Um, it's catered to what you're comfortable with. Um, but afterwards, um, people all have a profoundly peaceful, calming state that they don't even want to get up. Mm-hmm they for the first time feel connected with themselves. Um, I had a session with somebody the other day who said I had so many questions about what I needed to do. He didn't come thinking he would get these answers in the session. I got all the answers for what I needed for what's going Mm. on in my life. And I've heard that before it sound best. So that's a session, you know, you go in and um, essentially I've had people walk out of the session and they're like, I don't even wanna get my car. I'm just gonna go for a nature walk. It's the most peaceful, connected, ease, balance. It's like you get this boost of energy but you have the deepest calm. And that's the thing I was gonna tell you earlier when I was listening to this doctor the other day and us not, you know, the ancients lived this way and we're jacked up on caffeine. We want to have a very deep calm in our system all day, but we want clarity. We don't have mm-hmm. that togetherness. That's what a sound vibration session offers you. And the more you do it, mm-hmm. the more you have this total deep chill, calm with mm-hmm. this clarity and this boost of energy. And it's something we just don't know. You either jacked mm-hmm. up and boosted or your toes so chill out. You can't think anymore because you're just ready right. to Having both of them within the day is a mm-hmm. rare kind of experience mm-hmm. and that's what sound vibration offers you.
0: Yeah, and who doesn't breathe. want that?
1: <laughs> yeah, and you can get rid of pain, you can, yeah. you know, I mean look at people's stage four cancer, autoimmune, I mean, like some pretty, you know, unfortunate things, but um yeah. they all common said, nothing yeah. else, no medication, nothing helps like this. Mm-hmm. Takes the ease out of the pain, takes the pain out of the 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 severity that's going mm-hmm. on internally. Um, What to expect in a sound bath is, like I said, I'm very, um, the environment's very important. Mm -hmm. I like people to walk into a space where color, light, temperature, all aspects Mm -hmm. are, you walk into something that's altering every sense. But you go in, you lay down. Um, During COVID, you know, you got to bring your blanket and your your mat, but non-COVID, you know, you have a mat there and You cover up and you just lay back um and then you start to listen to the sounds the unique sounds of the crystal singing bowls these big bowls they all have the different notes and the layering and then you go up to high pitches and bells and and the gong which is you know i have a planetary gong and the the unique sounds of that and you get the sense of the ethers and you just go on this journey you know again it's to get you into that faith state, and then the sound bath really takes people on these journeys um I've had wild responses where people say I had an archangel visit me mm-hmm. I um connected to a past loved one I woke up I found out what my purpose is you know I six months later mm-hmm. or so you know told me I it was bawling grown men in their fifties I was bawling at your sound bath they didn't tell me this until six months later well my, yeah. life, has my life has completely changed I woke up that night and I'm on a path that mm-hmm. I never knew I would be on and and I just am like
0: yeah that's what happened to me <laughs> yeah it is it is great great stuff um and so lastly I just wanted to ask your, your thought loops, um, as I ask all of my guests, what are some of your main thought loops that get you to where you are?
1: Yeah, so, you know, when you when we talked about this earlier, um, you know, I told you that COVID-19 was perfect um, set up for this talk today, because mm-hmm. I had to absolutely focus mm-hmm right? We're all like set in with this fear and, um, you know, you just let that wreak havoc on you. And so the very first one, and I know that you're familiar, maybe your listeners are, I mean, I listen to, um, Abraham Hicks a lot, um, Panesh Desai, Mm -hmm. um, who's another one? I love Eckhart Tolle. Mm -hmm. Um, So the Abraham Hicks, she says, or Abraham says, everything is always working out for you. Mm -hmm. And so I do this every morning. I wake up and during COVID, I would have this anxiety kind of come up in me. And I would lay there and say, everything is always working out for me. And then I would have to say little things, my presence, like I feel the sheets on my cheek Mm-hmm. I see the sunlight coming through the window. I feel the warmth of my dog laying next to me. You know, just be I got myself very present and then I realized everything is always working out for me because there is a grand plan. There are no mistakes, that's the second one. Everything is always working out for me. There are no mistakes because even the mistake, what we think is a mistake isn't a mistake, mm-hmm. it's part of the plan. It's part of the awakening. It's part of the expansion of our minds and our ability to accept. Mm-hmm to face, to let it be, and to move forward, and to grow on that, and it's not easy to accept what I just said, Mm -hmm, oh, mm -hmm. I get it, it's a practice, exactly, yeah, of fear, when you think the world is crumbling, Mm -hmm. some things can crumble, but you have to realize it's part of the greater plan, because Steve Jobs said, you can't connect the dots until you've already, you look backwards. Mm. Some of the traumas in our lives and some of the losses, some of the pain, you realize it was the catalyst for growth, mm-hmm. right? For sure.
0: Yeah. It's like little building blocks that, that come together with um, mistakes and failures and fate and fear and pain and, and all of that. It's all part of the whole picture. So love, love both of those. Yeah, I'm a big fan of um Abraham. Those are
1: my my two main ones. Um is that um I know that I'm at the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. I know that things come across my path. Oh, and this is the last one. It's the choice. Now we can choose. Um, even everything's always working out for us and nothing is a mistake. We still have a choice. And that comes to our loop Mm -hmm. thoughts. Are we gonna stick to the loop thought that is limiting us, right? Because you are going to get to that destination and the destination isn't about your fame, your money, and your collections here. It is a soul growth journey. Mm -hmm. Everybody on their deathbed will Mm -hmm. not say that's Mm -hmm. what they loved about life. It was about relationships. It was about the joy they found in their hearts or soul growth. The rest of it's a bonus. So you can either keep your loop thinking and not reach your dreams, but you'll have soul growth or you can control your loop thinking and live the life of your dreams, right? And have an expansion mm-hmm. during that process rather than at the very end.
0: Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I think that's that's a beautiful way to portray it. It's, a, it's everything we talk about on this podcast. And so, yeah, I, I love that.
1: Yeah, that's so those great. are the three that you know, everything's always working mm-hmm. out for me, nothing is a mistake, and that I have a choice in this moment.
0: hmm yeah, in this moment, every moment. That's great. So, we're about up with the time, but I do want the audience to know how to find you. So, what is your Instagram? What is your website? Um, what's the best way to reach you?
1: So, I have a gift for anybody who listens. Oh,
0: great. You like gifts? <laughs>
1: If somebody listens to your podcast and they go to my contact form on my website, which is found.com, S-V-O-U-N-D. I'll
0: put in the show notes. Mm-hmm.
1: A, a, access to a sound session that they can use at night that's not accessible to anybody other than your listeners. Mm-hmm. Um the this is a session it doesn't really matter if that's what my gift is but you can find me at found.com you can find my social media links at my website so we'll just leave it at my website right. go to the contact form you can fill it out you can be on the mailing list you can have access to this sound session which is great for going to bed at night or if you want to take a midday like on the weekend or if you have a lifestyle at home where you're at home and you're just like mm-hmm. you know naps are amazing or even you know midday i mean all the president's took naps i mean i've read books about where it's like you know naps are so huge oh, yeah Mm-hmm. So if you did a midday one, but essentially it's a 40 minute session, put your headphones on, mm-hmm. you lay down and you get to have this equivalent of eight hours of restful healing in your body, right? Oh, yeah. Make up With a deep calm, super clarity, lots of energy. So that's my gift to people. And they can find it. As well.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much, Lisa. I really appreciate you for sharing all this great content and information I've learned. I've certainly learned a lot um, that I didn't know about sound. So thank you again. And um, I hope everyone enjoys this episode as much as I do. Thank you.
1: And I love your podcast. I'm so thrilled that I get to be a contribution to that. So thank you so much. Thank
0: Thank you. Hey, love, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you leave me a review, take a screenshot of the episode and post it on Instagram, or just reach out to me and let me know any feedback or any topics you'd like to hear about. Let's grow this community together. Much love.